West Virginia's Joe Manchin is fighting to lower the cost of premiums, prescriptions, and cancer drugs. Drug company lobbyist Patrick Morrissey is currently suing the government to end coverage for pre-existing conditions. West Virginia can't trust drug company lobbyist Patrick Morrissey. Paid for by SMP, www.senatemajority.com and not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. My name is Lawrence Jackson, and guess what? I'm being joined by the controversial one. You know her as Pam, but I call her my favorite cousin. Um, let me just let you know something. that This show is being brought to you by our good friends and media partners at May We Help You Radio. Each week, we share our insight, our perspective, and most of all, our experiences. And why do we do it? Because we want to show you the value of doing things differently. We believe that when you know better, you will do better. And better is exactly what we want you to be. Better in what you see, better in what you believe, and your better starts today. So once again, it is time to talk about it on this edition of A Different Identity. Oh, controversial one. Oh, controversial one. So I'm back to my normal title, huh? Isn't that something? I got choked up in the beginning. I was trying to find something else to say. It just wouldn't come to me. So, anyway, if you are still not aware, we have a very active Facebook page. It is entitled A Different Identity Radio Talk Show. On that page, we have the same controversial conversations that we have on the air you can have on social media every day of the week, 24-7, 365 days a week. Someone is always posting something that makes you just think or just get mad. So if you want to be a part of our controversial family on social media, I invite you to send us a friend request today. Also, if you're a little shy and you think, hmm, Pam, I I would like to say something, but so you're a little shy, then you're welcome to send us an email at a different identity at gmail dot com. We welcome your scenarios, your situations, your questions, your comments, your suggestions for topics. We would love to talk about it. Sometimes lost and I battle over topics, so come on, send us something. You know, I got to go against his head sometimes because he is a man and men think they know everything except for, like I posted today, who that woman is. But anyway, launch. Launch. You called me controversial, so why not start out? How I can hold up, bro. Absolutely. All right, so here's, here's our start-off question for tonight. Again, folks, thanks so much for joining us. Um, here's my start-off question tonight. 
if you have a man who is faithful, financially supportive, great in bed, and treats you like a queen, would you stay with him if he told you that he absolutely refuses to ever get married? Mm-hmm. You would stay with him? No, I wouldn't. Let me let me repeat. What is, what is, he is faithful. He is financially supportive. He is great in bed, and he treats you like a queen. Well, I will tell you this: um, every woman wants—I'm well, not gonna say every—but most women want marriage. And I don't care mm-hmm. if he has all of those attributes. The problem is, if he dies, who are you? The longtime friend the long-time girlfriend, you are not entitled to anything that he has. So then mm-hmm. that part of you is over. So he could be the greatest man in the world, and then, you know, he don't want to get married. You want to get him for five years, and all of a sudden he have a massive heart attack and die. Then what? You no longer have your faithful man. You no longer have be financially set because he's gone. And if he didn't write a will, you're not entitled to a social security anymore. That's a problem. That's a problem. Those things are great, but most women want marriage. So to be long time shacking up might work for some, but not for all. And as for me, that would be enough. Okay. So so somebody made the comment or asked the question, does marriage validate love? Or does it extend it? Because you said most most women, for the most part, want marriage, and I'm sure there are people out there who don't. But do well, you think that marriage all, actually validates the love? I don't see. I, I, when you start getting into terminology like that, I think you're taking away from just the, the sheer uh, old-fashioned um, "let's stay together forever." definition of marriage so when you start to get into validation and come on now we're not in it for that i i I think that you when you start in terms that try to solidify what you're trying to build you're married you want to be married you love one another and you believe in the sanctity of marriage and the covenant you believe in that covenant of the two man and woman yeah i'm saying so i deal with everybody else on the back man and woman together in marriage if that's what you believe in, then, you know, that's what you want. You don't want, um, what's your word you use? Validation. No, I, it's not about validation. It's about you love me, I love you. Let's make this official if we want to be together till Jesus comes. Okay. So with that being said, not, not to kind of prolong it, because I would definitely want to get into what we need to talk about tonight. What's wrong with him? If he's saying, hey, I'll be faithful, I'll be financially supportive, I'll do all of the things that you need me to do, but I absolutely refuse to get married. Is there something wrong with him? Because you said you wouldn't stay with him. There's nothing wrong with him for somebody, but for me, he's not for me. He's made a choice that he only wants to be a bachelor. He does not want to be married. That's his choice. I don't think there's anything wrong with the person who makes that decision. He just wouldn't be the person for me. Okay. 
and and you know, I say all that to say, you know, as we get into tonight's conversation, you know, it's it's titled "What's Wrong with You," and um, the emotional effects of a bad relationship. And so, off the top, if you had to have that type of conversation with someone, would you think that this person was in a bad relationship or a bad marriage? Something now where he does not want to make that commitment again. Would you, without asking the question, would you assume that? No, I'm asking a freaking question. Okay. I'm not assuming. I think that that's when you mess up, you start assuming. The same way if you met a woman. If you met a woman, Lauren, that was just ideal. She was the greatest thing. She didn't question you. She didn't. She just loved you for you. She didn't have any. She didn't um, show you any type of negative vibes from the past. She was loving. She was caring. Her children were raised and grown, and she had her own home, her own career, her own car. She was good, but she never wanted to get married. How would you feel about her? I mean, it, it would definitely bring about, from my perspective, some questions as to why. And so... Um, I mean, it, it could probably be a number of things, but it would definitely be a conversation that I would have with her to really kind of figure out the essence of why she would make such a decision. Um, and especially because, just like you said, there are a group of people, there are probably a larger percentage of people who want and have the desire to be married than there is people who don't. So for someone that says, you know, I'm going to be faithful, I'm going to be financially supportive, I'm going to take care of you in every way possible, but not want to get married, yes, that's going to lend um, a question from me uh, just to kind of figure out who they are. Or, and, and you know, I, I hesitate to say this, but I'll, but I'll say it anyway, of why they don't. So why, why would don't you be hesitant? But would it matter if she was everything that she wanted and she said, oh, I, I've done marriage, been there, did that, done that, you know, I, I live, we can live together, but I'm not interested in marriage. Ultimately, I, you know, because I do have a desire to be married, that, that would come into question. But again, it would, it would have to involve a conversation to kind of figure out the whys behind it. And, and, and so here we are. Here we are in a society where, you know, uh, I've read statistics and heard things about people getting married later, um, and then you hear all of the different stories of what's going on with 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 side chicks and being unfaithful and 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 sending, you know, being married but still acting like you're single. All of these different things, which which lead me to believe that there's an identity crisis. And so even when I start to think about the husband who's cheating or or trying to find a side chick or having an emotional relationship with somebody, that leads to a question. And the question is, what's wrong with you? And and I think we hear that question um, in the heat of an argument when we notice something, the, the pattern is off, or we notice that people are not acting out, you know, or what do you, how did you say, um, moving out as you hold out or hold out as you started out? That's what you say. Start out as you want to hold out. Start, Start out, out as you want to hold out. So 
why do you think? So if you had to ask somebody the question of what's wrong with you, what what are your first thoughts behind that from a woman having to ask a guy from the female perspective, not just from yours, but from the female perspective, if you had to ask a guy what's wrong with you, what what, what is your thoughts oh, on that? But that's just it because I've met men like that. So I met a man and I felt like he was the most honest man I've ever met in my life still to this day because – he said straight up, look, I've been married a couple times. I have a daughter, and that's just started college. I got a son that's in high school. I do not want to do the marriage thing anymore. I'm in joint bachelorhood. If I meet a woman, we can live together, but I'm not interested in marriage anymore. I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt, still wear it proudly, but I don't want it anymore. That's not what I want. Regardless of who I meet, that's not what I want. He gave me his reasons. I had no mm-hmm. reason to question him. I had no reason to ask him anything because as far as I was concerned, okay, I'm not here to change your mind. If that's what you want and that's not what I want, then either I have to make the decision to be just your friend and be okay mm-hmm. with that. Do you, and, and <laughs> I got this word in my head, and, and but I'm, I'm not going to say it. Do you think people see that as a challenge? <clears throat> Is, is I'm going to change this person. You stupid if you do. That's the same thing goes for men. Because men think the same thing. If they need a woman, she say, no, I'm fresh out of a relationship. I don't want to get in one right now. I'm going to, I got to settle that one. And he determines in his mind that he's going to, um, you know, he really feeling her and he going to get her to change her mind like you said on several occasions. And I have to tell you, I, I, you cannot change a woman's mind, it, regardless of being her friend or not. If she's not ready to move beyond where she is, there's nothing that you can tell her, just like there's nothing you can tell him. I don't care to change somebody's mind. I'm sorry. When you get over a certain age, why the devil do you want to change somebody's mind? Why the devil do you want to exert that much energy? I don't care that much. <laughs> I think that people do it because, you know, like I, I think that especially after a bad relationship or having a bad relationship or being in a bad relationship, there are some, as I call them, emotional effects, right? And so let's let me let me give you a for instance here. Um, There was a situation, I'm having a conversation with somebody, right? And they asked the question of, is the reason why you don't do X, Y, and Z, is that because of something that happened in your past? Say if I'm not, um, I don't I don't say I love you or I don't hold your hand in public or I don't introduce you to my family immediately. Now the question is asked of me, hey, is the reason why you don't do these things, is it because of something else? Is it because of something that you have dealt with? Well, first of all, I'm not I'm not a proponent of people changing because of something that happened in the past if it's nothing negative about yourself. So if it's not negative, like, for example, those things you named were not negative. They're positive things. You know, you feel like you're an affectionate person and you like to hold hands. You like to hug or reach over and kiss somebody. Why would you stop doing that because you had a butthole in the past that didn't like it? 
you shouldn't attribute positive things to a negative situation. And you should continue the positive parts of yourself with someone in the future. It may work out better. They shouldn't change you for the for the for the worse. Okay. So let me ask you this question. Right. And that and that's it. Do you think those types of things happen in relationships? Of course they do. People do. They get afraid. They get afraid to try those things because they've been rejected. It's all about rejection. So if you've been rejected in the past and you did something positive or you did not get the response that you expected, then you are going to feel some type of way about trying it again. But I say don't let the past predict your future. So when, a couple of weeks ago, we were having a conversation, and there was a, a lady who came on the line, and she said, I took three years off to, to find myself, to, to date myself, to do all of these things for myself. Does it take that long? Everybody has their no own No offense to her. If, if she's listening, no, no offense to you. But just Everybody in the general takes spectrum. Their own ama- there is no general spectrum to that. Everybody takes their, takes their own amount of time. There's no rhyme or reason to um There's no medication that say it's going to take you two months, a month, five years. There's no medication to that. It's whatever works for you. So let's talk about... Um, some of the things that happen, and I, and I think, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think sometimes people attribute things to uh, low self low self esteem. When when you have gotten out of a relationship and now you you meet somebody who is is possibly broken, and so you make the attribution to the person may have low self esteem, right? But then you. Another thing that kind of comes up when you're in a bad relationship or had a bad relationship is unable to express your true feelings. What do you think about that? Is that an emotional effect? I'm sorry. As you get older, everything can't be an effect based on something that happened in the past. It just can't. I mean, when you start getting to your late 30s and 40s, you can't keep blaming, oh, my daddy wasn't there. Oh, my first boyfriend beat me up. And you're now in your 40s and you've had 20 boyfriends since then. At some point, you have to begin to heal. And if you're Mm -hmm. still bringing that up and you're now on your 25th relationship and you attribute that problem to that, you need to go see somebody and get some professional assistance. Most jobs pay for it now. Okay, so why don't we do it? If if it's just that easy, why don't we do it? it I think people don't do it because um, people don't do it because they think it's taboo. I think talking to someone about a problem is still taboo. They don't they don't think that they that they need that much help. They think they are okay. <laughs> you you said something key there. You said that much help. Right. They figure that they are okay. But obviously you're not okay, boo, if you're on your fifth relationship and you still blame a boyfriend number one. You're, you're talking about your 25th relationship 
and you still blaming husband one, boyfriend number one, your daddy, you got a problem. You got a problem that's beyond you just sitting out for three years and not dating or talking to your girls. You have a problem that needs more help than their um, unprofessional advice. People have gone to school for that type of thing. Right. So let me so let me give you some things that I've read that kind of come out from people who have been in bad relationships. And again, um, let me let me preface this by saying, um, just like Pam says, that people still think that they don't need that much help. But I think that you have situations and circumstances that warrant that. And so why not figure it out? Why not talk about it? And you know, deal with it accordingly. So I think here's one of the things that I came out, and and again in my research, just kind of looking at some things that I noticed um, about people that I've talked to or had interactions with, this word frustration. And so now you are in a new relationship, and now this person possibly has done something that reminds you of someone um, that you were with, and now um, there's a level of frustration, there's a level of hostility, and there's a level of criticism that comes out based on a perception. How about this? How about this? Because let's go back for a second, because it's not all about the women. What about the men? Because ironically enough, it seems that, listen, wait a minute, I have a question for you. It seems like men have a tendency to hold on. Okay, and it seems like men are more likely, in my opinion, not to go and talk to somebody. Is that true? Yes, I think that it that that is true because from um, I, I think that we're groomed that way. I think that you know, as a as a youth or a young child, like hey, you know, boys are supposed to be tough. You're not supposed to cry. You're supposed to keep stuff close to your chest. You're not supposed to, you know, you can't be a tattletale. You can't be a snitch. You can't do all of these things. And so listening to, you can't do this. You can't cry. You can't show your emotions. You can't show signs of weakness. All of these different things now come with you. And so now if if I am getting out of a relationship and I meet someone who possibly did something that my ex did and it triggers something in me, there could be a level of frustration that comes out. But that's a problem. Because, I, because, because, I, because I'm like token, this. Go ahead. I think at the same token, men need to understand that they also need um, help sometimes and it's not that easy because you're carrying that thing that you went through with her to she now. And that's not fair because most of the time, again, most of the time we want to blame the women for the issue, but nine times out of 10, well, sometimes the men have a problem too. Let me, let me say this. I think that both parties have gone through something. Normally, I, I'll tell you like this. If men and women are both single in their 40s, it's a reason. Mm-hmm. And I, I get reason. that. And I understand that. So but if, if you I don't hear think me, men always want to acknowledge that, though. <laughs> and I just told I'm you sorry. Because, I'm putting, because I'm we're taught to be tough. I'm putting it on the men. With, so, and I the ladies. It. Okay, so, so I got to put an appeal out to the ladies at this point because... You trying to make it sugarcoated. Ladies, I'm calling on you 
because I oh believe God. that okay, I believe that men have a tendency to put all of the onus on us when it comes to problems, um, even if it's them. They won't necessarily admit it until we're way gone years later. Because I've had men come back years later saying, oh, Pam, it was, it was me, it wasn't you. I don't want to hear that bullet that point. Save it for your, mo- your mama. Save the drama for your mama. But is it an issue? Do you think that men have a tendency to push the onus back on us versus taking their fair share in a bad situation when the past haunts the present? Let me ask this question, because this, this is not about the blame game. I, I don't want you to think that about this conversation. I want you to look at this conversation for awareness, because I think it happens on both sides. It may happen a little bit more with men, because, again, a lot of times we don't have an outlet like y'all had. Let's just put it out there. You can go to your girlfriend and say, girl, he did this, he did that, I need to talk to you about this. A lot of times guys don't do that. We do. We hold stuff to our chest. We hold it close to us. It's it's not, again, I think it's not really about the blame part of it, but it's where to put it. Well, where if do you don't I know where to this? put it, but, but guess what? You don't know where to put it, but you're putting it on us. That's not fair. No, we're not putting it on y'all. And, again, we're not talking yes, the blame game. <laughs> yes, Why yes, are you so stuck on that? I'm going to tell you what happened. happened. All of a sudden, a man will say, you know, it's, it's, um, I, I really got to deal with some things. I, I'll give you a call in a couple of days. What? Or um, I'm really going through something. You got to give me a minute. Or. Um, so let me tell you what that means. Let me, let me tell you what, what that means. Mean. What that means. That means this. I don't want to say the wrong thing and do something to hurt you or hurt what we have or hurt what we're building. So let me deal with it. So let me go on to the side and I pose a way for you. No, it's not That's about going mode. to the side. He, oh, goodness. Listen, what, what, what do you expect? Let's just talk about that. But, but, but let, let, if let I'm us telling say, you, let us, let telling us you there's something wrong with me, then what do you I expect? As a woman, I couldn't get away with that statement. Y'all can get away with it. <sighs> you just don't have to pick up the darn phone. You don't have to pick up the phone. And guess what? And guess what? And guess what? If we don't talk to you, oh, I hadn't talked to you in a couple of days, so I moved on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not, that's <laughs> not true for every guy. Like, you can't put every guy in that category. You can't you put that in that We'd have gone through a moment, and all of a sudden, oh, I thought Whatever. you were safe, so I moved away. <laughs> you, you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Ladies, but, but I'm waiting for you to correct Lawrence. I'm yeah. waiting. Yeah, I, ain't nobody came on this line. I was just about to say that. Ain't nobody came on this line because they, they know coming. They know it's coming. true. Who coming? They're Tina? coming through. Probably. I don't know. I don't know who's coming, but somebody's going to come on this line because you have to understand that there is a double standard, even when it comes to bad behavior in relationships. No, I don't think that there's a double standard per se. Oh, yes, it is. I think that there's a different scale. Like, you can weigh something a little bit differently if, if, if that's something that you didn't have to deal with. 
if you didn't, if you haven't been through somebody cheating on you, you don't know what that feels like to somebody else. So you can measure, you can put that on a scale and say, oh, no, no, me being abused and you being cheated on, the abuse weighs more. All right, so we got a guy on the line. Looks like somebody coming to your rescue. Let's see what happens. Go get him. Hi, Gary. Hey, how are you? Welcome to a different identity. You have a question or comment? You going to do it? You going to get it on long side? Oh, here we go. Let him speak. Go ahead, girl. I'm going to be neutral at this point because it's not necessarily a man or a woman thing. It's not necessarily um, a position where you're being strong or weak. It's just a position of, A, self-awareness, B, not being codependent because a lot of people um, seek out that person or that type. And if it's if it makes you vulnerable, if it makes you um, inferior, it's a problem. It's just a self-perpetuating cycle. You keep repeating the same things over and over and over. To say that you can't speak to your friends or you don't, like what Lauren said, he doesn't have a core group of friends, I disagree with that too because – there are, um, you know, Lawrence, you know, you got one of your boys you can always go to and say, look, man, blah, blah, blah. You know, so for you to, for you to hold it in and internalize it, that's your dysfunction, not necessarily a dysfunction for men overall. Yes, we're taught to be strong, but we're also taught to be vulnerable because in a relationship, let's keep it 100%, at some point you are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Now, if that person takes that vulnerability and uses it against you, yes, you need to run quickly with a quickness be male or female um but also if that opportunity comes up for you to be vulnerable and it's used against you if you don't communicate that effectively to the to your partner then again that's a problem communication is the key to being successful in whatever you do and a lot of times we break down and we hold it in male and female or we hold the ills of society against ourselves and as people of color um the whole uh psychological thing i've actually had a, i was in a relationship for almost 10 years and at one point there were problems and i say listen this is a problem her response was oh that's for white people i'm like you're an educated high functioning woman of color and for you for that response to come out of your mouth is disheartening mm-hmm. you know being sensitive but then but then being sensitive and expressing those things i got the oh well um you're just being too sensitive i'm like wait a minute I'm trying to express myself in a positive manner. You know, too often what we see is the end result on television. We see after all the buttons have been pushed, we see the drama. Yeah. We see the trauma. Yeah. I'm like, why can't we communicate as individuals? Why can't we talk to each other like grown adults and take it in an objective manner rather than a subjective manner? You know, if I had a bad day, I'm going to come home and say, listen, I had a bad day. Give me 10 minutes. Let me unwind. Let me decompress. Let me talk about it for 10 minutes. Set the clock on the egg timer, so when the 10 minutes is up, we're good. Yeah. But let me let me get it off my chest. So if I can't get it off my chest, then that's a bad thing. We can't communicate. Again, it's all about communication and being effective with that communication. Good stuff. Well, let me let me just make one correction, Gary. I, I wasn't talking about me personally. I'm just saying just in general. I think some things that we're talking about. Yeah, so Lars, you know, Lars don't want to take no blame, boy. He don't want to take <laughs> no blame. <laughs> But 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 let's 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 we got we got a lady here and I gotta add her to the mix to see what she has to um, say. Oh no, who is it? Jada, Jada, welcome to a different identity. You have a question or comment, darling? I have a comment. Okay. So I totally. First of all, let me say this. Um, yes, 
to the good caller who just called in. I love his comments. Um, but I also want to say that, yes, I totally agree that men will shift the onus on the woman. And I have to say, you know, being transparent, even in my own relationship, my boo thing does that to me. I'll bring up something to him about something that I don't like about him, and he'll flip that thing around and be like, well, you did, what about when you did it? Well, you did it last week, and I didn't say nothing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait a minute. Can we deal with today and the issue with you right now, and we deal with me at that time or at a later date, but today let's deal with you. But he won't. He won't. He won't. He won't. So I totally agree with you, Sam. Thank but, you, darling. You're welcome. What? Really quickly, folks. Visit the MWHY Radio Network site to receive a free trial of Hootsuite. When you sign up today, you can receive a free 30-day trial of Hootsuite Pro. Hootsuite's unique social media dashboard allows organizations to manage multiple social networks, engage and identify their audience, and analyze their social media campaigns. Folks, visit MWHYRadio.com and sign up for a free trial by clicking the Hootsuite logo. Folks, we're off to a good start tonight. The conversation is, what's wrong with you? The emotional effects of a bad relationship. Again, if you have a question, you have a comment, give us a call, 646-652-2512. We give special thanks to Gary and also Miss Jada, who has called in to offer some great uh, insight and, and, for, and, and before And before Lawrence run off, for all of those who are online, we are going to get to your call, so don't hang up after this commercial. We'll get back to you. We'll be right back. The shops at the Renaissance are a grouping of offices tailored specifically to wedding vendors located in the historic arts district of downtown Richmond. If you are looking for a true one-stop shop for your ceremony and reception location, then you will find all of our pro photographers, planners, florists, hair and makeup artists, lighting, invitation, DJ and entertainment services, and wine connoisseurs all in the same place. Let us help you plan the event of your dreams. The shops at the Renaissance, where the best in event planning call their home. Are you depressed? Are you stuck in a rut? Do you need interpretations to your dreams? Do you need a word from God? Do you need help resolving spiritual issues? Prophet Yao Yerboa Safro has helped people from all walks of life and would love to help you too. Visit www.getconsul.net. That's www.getconsel.net. The Redemption Outcry International, where your spiritual needs are a priority. Hey, this is Lou Stevens with Lou Stevens Glam Squad. I started the business 26 years ago, and we've grown it to have more than 20 stylists and over 3,000 weddings now under our belts. We're an amazing team to come out and do hair and makeup for your wedding day on location here in the Richmond area or on location for destination weddings anywhere. Also, we have a training academy, Glam Squad Academy, for stylists that would like to learn how to do what we do and become one of our glammies. So if you're interested in booking us to come out and do your wedding or you'd like to become a glammy, please just give us a call at 804-305-3965 or go ahead and reach us online at LouStevens.com.
Debonair Entertainment is your full-service entertainment company. We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. Whether you're planning your wedding company event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your event. Call us today at 804-690-7682 or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. Folks, welcome back to a different identity up close and personal with Lawrence and Pam. Hopefully you're not just joining us, but if you are, we are talking about what's wrong with you, the emotional effects of a bad relationship. And I think before we went to our commercial break, we had a caller uh, that was waiting to come on and become a part of this conversation. Caller, are you there? Hello? 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 Hello. Hi. How are you? You have a question or comment for us? I have a comment. First, I'd like to say this is a awesome show and very entertaining. Um, My comment is that I think one of the reasons why people are not emotionally prepared when they enter a new relationship is because they haven't allowed themselves enough time to heal. People are very quick with moving on just to have a rebound or because they are afraid to be lonely and it doesn't give, or alone rather, and it doesn't give them enough time to really process what they went through, how they responded to it, and have they grown from it, which is oftentimes why you'll see individuals repeat the same pattern in a brand new relationship. And then the question comes up, it's you. Well, it's a new person, but you're doing the same thing. It's not necessarily that something is wrong with the individual. I think the wrongness is that they're not giving themselves time to heal and learn from their mistakes and their patterns in previous relationships. And also, really quick, relationships are for mature people. It should be anyway. So you have to factor that in as well. So when you're mature, when you're mature, you can say, okay, I do this. I need to get better with that. You can be vulnerable. A relationship can only go as far as you're willing to be vulnerable. But immature people, they can't do that. And this is why they'll shift blame to keep the focus off of them. All right. Well, we certainly appreciate that. Pam, any feedback? <clears throat> I agree with that 100%. Okay. And my you. ladies are always on point. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, yeah, 
Hi, Lawrence. This is Trina. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. This is an awesome, awesome show. Thank you, Pam. You're welcome. So, Pam, so so what does it look like? So, you know, just like Trina said, she talked about um, the mature and the immature and and moving too fast or just moving along so you don't have to be along. I mean, you don't have to be alone. So I, I guess from the female perspective, what does that look like? Well, I think the problem is more of addressing the effects because our topic is really about the effects of, yeah, a bad yeah. relationship and, and what it has on one your future um, situation. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's not it's not necessarily about. Sometimes the effects aren't um, the effects are bad, but they're not. They're, you're not a bad person. I think there's a difference. So mm-hmm. you may have gone through some bad things, but that does not make you a bad person. And I think people get that confused. You get mm-hmm. caught up into the fact of or I must have did something wrong, or it was all me, or whatever. But actually, it was the effects of the things that were happening. I think that we've all gone through relationships whereas it ended badly, and there were some things said and some things done that left an impression that was bad, but it not necessarily means you are a bad person, if right. that makes sense. And I- I agree. I agree. So let's 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 talk about some of the effects. So someone who possibly has been cheated on or has been cheated on, what type of effects would you think that you would see out of them? You have trust issues. Also, maybe so insecurity, course, that's they, maybe jealousy. Yeah. Right. All of that goes together. So, you know, you got trust, jealousy, insecurities, all of that goes together when you are um, dealing with someone that's cheated on you before. And and I and I, I beg this. I would even put out there that probably at least percent of people probably have dealt with a cheater. It seems like to me cheating gets a cheating gets a lot <laughs> get is getting a lot of play these days. Absolutely, with the whole side chick piece. There's a there's a lot of different things as a result of cheating. And I think just, you know, kind of the person that we talked about at the top of the show that does not want to be married, like there's a commitment issue there possibly because somebody may have cheated on them. And they don't want to, as as, as Trina talked about, be vulnerable. And just like Gary's saying, now that I'm vulnerable, I never want you to use my level of vulnerability against me. And, of course, that's that, but that's a risk. That's a risk that you take. So I, I don't think that, yeah, you need time to heal, but you shouldn't get burned. It shouldn't burn you so that you have a sour taste in your mouth because I think that that's worse. Mm-hmm. If you allow it to burn you and you get a sour taste, then you're more apt to pull out any of the other feelings against an innocent person. So you're going to yeah. accuse them of cheating and they ain't do nothing. You will not yeah. trust them because of what somebody else did. So you start infringing those negative vibes on somebody who's innocent right so i i I had a situation where i was talking to someone and you know just kind of talking through some of the things that i had been through and they said to me that someone called them damaged goods what does that mean you a butthole and i don't have to take what you say i think some people go too far (laughs) 
Pam, really? <laughs> yes, I did, and I meant that because you know what? People go too far with name, giving people names and calling them things outside of who they are. Just because they have gone through some things does not make them damage goods. I, I, I just think you got to watch how you talk to people because you're speaking something over their lives. So why I wouldn't even Absolutely. accept them. I'd, I'd have told them some things that I can't say on the air if somebody said that to me. Okay. There is someone sent in a message uh, via text, and it says, how do you handle a person who you want to be in a relationship with and they don't want to be in a relationship with you, but you know they are just, you know that they just left one and may not be ready. So let me, ref- let me say wait, that wait, wait. again. How- I was going to say, yeah, you need to, you need to say that one again. <laughs> okay. It says, how do you handle a person who you want to be in a relationship with? They want to be in a relationship. And they want to be in a relationship with you, but they just left someone and they may not be ready. Let the friendship form. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that you should let the, the friendship form, and you should ask some questions. No, you don't ask no questions. Don't become no interviewer. You let the friendship form and let it fall as it may. When when I'm saying don't become no interviewer. Talking, no, this this is not about interviewing, but this is asking somebody how much time do you need. I don't know. So so that so that I don't so that I don't press too hard so that I don't go too far so that I don't say too First much. Of all, that, like what? those are questions that you don't directly have an answer for. That's 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 not a good question. I think that the the, the necessary thing is to be a friend. Be a friend, and if it's supposed to happen, it will. You never know what love will heal. You never know that. what a kind smile is going to touch. You don't know if a, the genuineness of someone and you're not used to genuine people being around you will change in you. I think that being a friend over time will develop itself. So you have to allow those characteristics that make you friendly continue to embody the other person. You'd be surprised at what you could change by just being you if you're genuine. So sitting there asking me 50 questions about when you going to be ready. You Did you say 50 yet? questions? No, that's not what, what I'm doing? saying. Tell me about your ex. I don't oh, want to talk goodness. about that. No. I don't even like him. So why are we talking about that? So no, you're not doing because, it. Because, because people have unresolved hurts. And I think but, um, that, but I don't think being, that's appropriate time. But that's not the appropriate not, time to talk about We're not talking about appropriate time. It is. It we, is. We're talking about is. we're talking about the guy that's financially stable, the guy that's going to treat you like a queen, but he never wants to get married. That's the guy we're talking about. We're talking about the girl who's who's been through so much, and now she doesn't know who to trust and who she can trust. And and you know, you remind her of somebody. You need to have a conversation with people. Why well, leave it to the chance? Scenario, the scenario. Set. Thank you, Engineer. Did you meet Pam on my behalf? Thank you so much. (laughs) 
tell you folks really quickly, Adam and Eve is one of the nation's largest marketers of adult products with millions of satisfied customers in the United States and all over the world. They were founded in 1971, and Adam and Eve is one of the oldest names in the rapidly evolving adult industry. To learn more about Adam and Eve and their products, visit our sponsor page, which is at mwhyradio.com. Folks, we have finished up with part two. We'll be back to this. If you were designing the perfect dating site, what would you include? A private voice or video chat room? A private photo gallery and profile area? How about matches based on similar interests? And to keep it special, you could add profile blocking, no third-party intervention, spam protection, and even monthly drawings for great prizes and more. That's exactly what you'll find at milesapart.dating. Visit milesapart.dating today and get a free one-year membership while they last. That's milesapart.dating. If you're the parent of a child with behavioral challenges that has been suspended, expelled, or just not able to make it in a traditional school setting, there is an alternative. Call the Metropolitan Day School today. Licensed and accredited grades K-12, through call 804-321-2595. Financial assistance and after-school programs are available. Let's turn this school year around right now at the Metropolitan Day School where Eagles soar. Call Ms. Thomas today, 804-321-2595. The most important day in a couple's life deserve the best. And at the Renaissance, that's exactly what you will get. We offer expert planning services for all of our happy couples as well as our exclusive in-house staff. The Renaissance will help with all of the important details including menu creation, tasting options, bar planning, itinerary planning, day of wedding coordination, and no interest payment plans. If you're starting to plan your big day and want to see what we can offer, Call or text us at 804-649-3373 or visit our website at www.renaissanceva.com. Again, that's 804-649-3373 or you can visit our website at www.renaissanceva.com. From beginning to the end, it all starts at the Ren. Brought to you by on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network, the network that helps you. Hey, folks, welcome back to A Different Identity, Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and Pam. 
Pam, let me ask you this question, you know, kind of as we are winding down here. It seems like time always goes by fast when we have such great conversations. So what if a person has an issue? Do you think a bad relationship makes it worse? So if I'm I'm already dealing with low self-esteem, I'm already dealing with shame, I'm already dealing with something, do you think being in a bad relationship now makes that thing worse? Of course. Of course it does. Why? It intensifies the feelings you got going on. You got bad issues, and then that's just toppled. It's just like you're just piling up. So for somebody who is, let's say, defensive, does it make them worse now being more defensive? Um, As, you know, one of our callers, you know, pointed out earlier, she said, hey, when I bring something to my boo thing's attention, like he always tries to flip it on me. Is is that him being defensive or is that her not wanting to hear what the person has to say? I think it's a little of both. I think it's a little of both, but because it sounds like their relationship is stabilized and it's things that they're used to, that she that's something she recognizes in him after a period of time, it's a little bit of both. I think that a lot of these major issues that we're discussing about now, about a bad, you know, about the effects, I think they, mm-hmm. they sort of uh, come to a happy medium after a while. They're not Absolutely. as big of a problem. So, you know, in the beginning, when you're trying to figure out if this is a solidified relationship or not, then you go through those little blocks of deciding whether based on, you know, some things that might come up. But I think that, and this is just a pan thing, I think that over time what happens is you begin to think more before you respond. So if you Mm -hmm. had an issue with with a mate that was a cheater and, all of a sudden, the mate that you have now say, well, I'm going to go do so-and-so, I'll call you back, and they'll never call you back, right? Immediately, because you dealt with a cheater, you're going to think all the wrong things, and you're about to respond with your mouth saying the wrong things. But you got to mm-hmm. think about that for a second and not say anything and allow time to pass to see if it really was the wrong thing because it just could be you mm-hmm. overreact past situation. And then when it comes out, when it comes out that, you know, it wasn't like that, then you're grateful that you didn't just react because you could have ruined a good thing. Absolutely. And so, you know, like another thing I think to consider, too, even especially when you start talking about the whole, you know, and I, this, this this whole blame thing, like I think people have their ways of thinking, people have their ways of dealing, people have their ways of communicating, and I think it's important to understand not just your perspective. I think you have to pull in the other person's perspective as well and think about why are they reacting, why are they saying, why are they doing Depending on the scenario, let me just say it like that. I think that oftentimes, especially being in multiple relationships as you get older, there now you are a little bit more set in stone about what you will do, what you won't do, and, and the things that haven't worked in the past now have a heavier weight to them. But and see, so that's now, the thing. I don't think you should be so – but, Lawrence, you know, I don't think you should be so rigid, though. We're not talking about being rigid. We're talking about communication. That's not rigid. 
if you said in your mind certain things that you're just not going to do, you are rigid. Well, I'm I'm talking about in general, in a general sense. Like if somebody, you know, has insecurity issues or, you know, whatever. Like I think that people get to this point or this place where it's like, man, do I? if somebody shows me a sign of something, oh, that's who they are. So if I say I want to go out with my boys, it's like, see, you don't want to be in a relationship. You don't want to be committed to me because you still want to go out with your boys. No, that doesn't mean that. Or if I bring okay. something to your attention, it's like, oh, well, you know, well, what about when you did it? Like nobody well, again, every every has a frailty or something that they struggle with. But how do you understand the person? How are you how are you understanding them? Not just well, you. Of course, of course my biggest thing is always communication. But my thing is always still don't blame, don't turn the blame on one or the other. And you can't assume that a person is going to answer all your freaking interview questions. I just don't believe in interview questions. I believe that you got to let the ducks fall where they may. And then once they start falling, and then you can ask or say things. Because sometimes people need you to listen for a moment and don't react because everybody else has always reacted. I get that. I get that. So now they maybe they just need somebody in their corner to listen, and maybe it's just not not that day that you need to ask questions. But maybe in the in the coming future, there's an opportunity for you to present the um, questions that you have surrounding that, and it doesn't sound like a back and forth. I'm going to question you until I figure this thing out scenario. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, like one of the things I had a conversation with my neighbor this morning who just recently got married and he said something to me. He said, man, he said, it's nothing like growing with someone. And so when I, when I begin to think about that, you know, he kind of broke it down to saying, maybe you don't want the the full breakfast or the, 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 the waffle, so to speak, but you got to take the egg and the batter and the water that's that's where you get the true crux of a person before everything is all perfected. And now you have the opportunity to grow together and you have an understanding of that person, what they like, what they don't like, what makes them tick, what doesn't make them tick. The thing, like all of those things, again, it comes to, in my opinion, understanding. And the Bible says it very, very clearly, and it's something that I live by. And all of your getting, get understanding. Of course. That's the only way that you make it work. Because I oh, I understand that you know what? That's just Pam. I'm not gonna freak out about it. I'm not gonna get upset. I'm not gonna holler and scream. That's just Pam. She'll recover. She she'll be all right. Yeah, I just think that sometimes you gotta give a person a chance. Because sometimes we push people off and we um, assume that they're like everybody else. So everybody, if that's the case, we would always be put in that category too. Absolutely, I agree. My we in the show agreeing? What? I know. That's why my throat hurt. Oh my gosh! It must, no wonder it's storming in parts of the world. <laughs> that's what. That's what you mean. <laughs> We are agreed at the end of a show. Oh, my God, Jesus. I know you on your way back. Because we do not agree at all, ever, especially oh at gosh. the end of the show. We are always battling. 
hey, special thanks to Gary, special thanks to Trina, special thanks to uh, Jada, um, our, our uh, text message, uh, the person who sent in that text message, thank you so much for participating in tonight's conversation. And let me just say this. This, this is what this show is about. We, we want to create a conversation. We want people to be better, and I think sometimes to be better, you have to understand what's going on. So it's better to have a conversation about it than to not have a conversation about it. This is what we do every week. We, we're just trying to bring some, some social awareness to some things. Um, and hopefully Pam will get better after all of this. Thanks. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. <laughs> good night.